Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the front office wealth management studio in Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East. Season number four, show number 28, recorded Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. I'm David Light. Tonight's show, we got nothing but heavy hitters. Number one, we got the athletic director in his dream job at Freeburg High School, Brian Unger. In the number two slot tonight, we've got Hannah Mattarelli, star volleyball player at Edwardsville High School, and Owen Shonaweiss, star LAX player, also known as lacrosse at EHS, and also the executive producer's of The Jungle, the official EHS sports podcast. And tonight, for the Cougar Corner with Keaton, we have confirmed KK Rodriguez, women's basketball star, and their dynamic head coach, Sam Quigley-Smith. But before we dig in with all these incredible guests, thanks to partners, Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquis, the Blasting Game Group, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. And three things you can do. I'm going to ask you every single show. Number one, subscribe to this podcast because it's free and you love it. Because you love sports and you love the Metro East. That's why you love the Metro East Sports Podcast. And number two, please Follow us in all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, the Gram. And number three, let me stick with number two for a second here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out Keaton Anderson, our crack executive associate producer here for his work on the graphics here lately. They've done, I just told him those were excellent. So if you haven't checked out his graphics, he's got the picture and then the faded picture behind the picture is very, very majestic. And number three, if you have a story idea, email me, please, at mespdave at gmail.com. And remember, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school team, whatever you want. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to mespdave at gmail.com. Please put Team of the Month in the subject line. All right, leading off the show. Welcome to the show, Brian. It, it is wonderful to be here. I, uh, I, I feel a little overwhelmed after the uh, introduction of the other two guys coming behind me. I, I think that uh, I'm kind of the opening act for the big hitters, actually. I don't know, man. You First of all, you come highly recommended by Mr. Battis at Mascuda. <laughs> he, he said a lot of nice things about you, so I don't know. I, I don't know if he owes you money or what, but I, he said nothing but really nice things about you. I owe him some money now, I guess, is what it is, for goodness sakes. No, Scott and I are good friends. Um, I, I, I think very similar in our, our ideas of what athletic directors and, and the job and, and the role in education and all of that stuff. So. What is the role of the athletic director, and what is the job? Well, the, the, the job is a little bit of everything, for goodness sakes. Um, I, I was talking to our coaches today and said it, and, and 
they, they kind of stopped and laughed and they said, man, how many things you got going? And I said, it's just the life of an athletic director. There are, you know, a dozen balls in the air and you're trying to juggle all of them. And, and it, that's what it is. Um, you know, schedules and, and promotions and, um, all, all the paperwork that goes with it and, and, and the community outreach and, and all of those things. It, it, it's a lot. And sometimes I don't think people realize how much an athletic director does um, on, on a day in and day out basis. It, it, it really is. So shout out to all those ADs. Um, I, I've been very fortunate um, to get to know, you know, Scott Battis and, and, and a whole bunch of others that have kind of mentored me, given me some good ideas and, and, and some stuff like that. So I've been very fortunate, but shout out to all of those guys and gals that do that, that man, it is a tough job. It, it really is. I think you named a lot of the responsibilities and some of those responsibilities fall under the category of, well, I got, I just got to go do it. I got to go line that softball field. You know, the, the maintenance person that was supposed to do it today called in sick and it's just got to be done. That, that's right. That's it, it is whatever needs to be done. Right. You know, that's kind of what I've said. If, if, if our coaches, that, that's kind of my line with them. What, what can I do to help? How can I help? This role is, is that like, to, to me, I, I like the game day stuff. I like all that, but helping. How can I make our programs better? To, to me, that's kind of what got me into being an athletic director was the, I, I have a little more influence over a whole lot of sports instead of, I, I was a baseball guy, baseball coach. Um, I, I had influence over that baseball team and that was it. Now I have influence over the, the whole culture of athletics everywhere. And, and, and to me, that's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's a, a big task, uh, one that I don't take lightly, but one that I really enjoy. What is the culture or at Freeburg or what do you want the culture to be? Because you're just getting started. Just getting started with it. Um, and, and shout out to our coaches. It, it, they've been tremendous. They are absolutely wonderful to work for. Um, they, they flat get after it. They have made this transition for me so easy. Um, I cannot thank them enough. Um, it, the culture to me, I look at it and go, I, I want athletics to be an extension of the classroom. We're, we're here to learn. We're here to teach kids life lessons. And, and to me, there are no better, there's no better venue to teach a kid a life lesson than on, on the sports field, whether that be volleyball, football, whatever, that you're, you're going to have to learn teamwork, how to get along with people, get along with people that you might not really like that much because that's the real world. You're going to have coworkers that, you know, you're not going to hang out with after work, but you're going to have to learn how to get along with them. Sports teaches that you're going to have to learn time management. You're going to have to learn some struggles. You're going to have to learn how to talk to a coach, you know, someone who's an authority figure and those things. So the, the life lessons that we can teach through athletics is absolutely tremendous and, and vital to kids, especially nowadays. You should know. You're a former Jabot baseball pitching stud. <laughs> Eleven and one. <laughs> took boy, that boy, you had to dig. Took it, that team to state. It, was that like that what, state team? Yeah, no, it, it was, yeah. It, it it was a lot of fun. The the first team in, in Jabot history, you know, of baseball to go to state. And yeah, I was eleven and one my junior year. Um it had a little success. It it, it was a heck of a year. It really was. Thank goodness I was left handed. Then you translated that into a career at SWIC? Correct. SWIC for two years and, and then a year 
at University of Hawaii Hilo. Um, and and uh, again, so many great opportunities that I've had through athletics. And, and I, I, I tell all the kids that I get to talk to now, and, and, and hopefully you, anybody who's listening, just to be a little smarter than I was when it comes time to your college decisions. Because um, I, I knew coming out of SWIC, I wanted to get into education, and, and, and I always was kind of drawn towards that. Um, had an offer from Quincy. Um, Coach Fiala, who was at SWIC, called me. He said, hey, don't sign yet. There's another school. I told him you were still open. I get a phone call later that night. Hey, this is Coach Estrella at University of Hawaii, Hilo. 20-year-old kid, I'm going, mm, stay in Illinois. Where it's go, cold. Or go to Hawaii. Had you ever been to Hawaii? No, no. I never anything like that, never had dreamed of anything like that. So um, to me, it was an easy decision. Let, let, let's go play Division One baseball in Hawaii. Okay. Um, so I get out there, and they go, okay, you're a junior. you got to declare your major. And I go, education. And they looked at me like I had three heads and said, we, we don't have that as a major. <laughs> Shoot. So, um, you know, I started to think and I was like, well, I, I don't want to be stuck in a classroom. You know, this is a small town in Illinois. I'm, I'm never going to get to Hawaii again, probably. I, I want to see the island. I said, what, what is going to get me out there to see the island? What major? And she thinks for a while and goes, natural science? And I said, yeah. great, sign me up. And, and, and it was so neat that it, it, it was, I, I took ecology and botany and all these classes that w- we were at a lava flow one day and at the beach one day and, and all those things. And I got to see the island from it. I have no idea what I would have done with that major, but it, it, it worked out really well. Um, it, you know, my dad got sick. I transferred into Quincy to be closer to home and, and sat down with them. And they said, okay, you're a year away from a biology degree. And I said, that's great. I'll do elementary education. Quincy and then you wind up being the head coach there correct yeah so when I got done playing um I I stayed on as a fifth year um you know and and got my degree after I got my degree a a position opened up they offered me the position as the assistant coach did that for whatever it was six years um and then became the head coach for like three years um, so yeah, you seem like a really young guy. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 43. Are you I, really? I, yeah. Um, I was, I would have guessed 30. Uh, hey, I'll, I'll take 43. it. 43. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that my wife hears this part of the uh, wow. podcast right now that you guessed 30 and I'll tell her how lucky she is. 43. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you. So head coach, head, head coach at Quincy. And then you wind up back at Waterloo. Correct. Yeah. Waterloo high school, Waterloo high school, for three years. Correct. And dean of students. Dean of students and athletic director at, right. at Waterloo. Um, and, and then now at Freeburg. And you're loving it. Absolutely you, loving you it. You called it. Well, I'm going to get to this in a second. But first, if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or the Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, the chance to serve you. They've got offices in O'Fallon and Edwardsville with more than 165 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 11,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing, and they helped us find the perfect home, and they can do the same for you. No wonder they've been ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618 618- 
578-9276 or check them out online at blastinggamegroup.com. You will, you will not be disappointed. Guarantee it. And are you a golfer, Brian? <laughs> uh, I, I try. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a very good golfer, but yes, I am a golfer. Well, if you want to become a great golfer and you want to have a great time on the golf course, you need to go to Oak Brook Golf Club. Located northeast of Edwardsville, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility, and their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself or with your friends, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there. I've never played any course more than I've played Oak Brook, and I will attest Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your next tee time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. What's the toughest part about being an AD? Is it staffing, coaches, or is it fundraising? Is it facilities? What is it? Yes. Yes. Um, all, all of the above, all of it. it, it it's it, like I said that there, there's a dozen balls in the air and, and you're trying to juggle all of them. It, it is getting harder and harder to find coaches. Um, you know, people who want to give up their time and, and, and do all those things and, and a variety of reasons that we might need a whole show to go into those types of things. But, um, finding coaches can be tough. Um, to, to me, one of the toughest things is, is that time away from home and then balancing balancing that home work life that uh, this job never ends. Um, I, I, you know, I got home last night. I, I had a meeting about a fundraising thing um, that, that's in the works at, at 6.30, and I get home at, you know, 8 o'clock, and my phone did nothing but ring from from coaches, from, you know, parents in the community, from this and that. And, and trying to find that balance sometimes is really tough. That, uh, again, as an athletic director, we're there at 7.30 in the morning at, at the start of school. And, and then, you know, on a Friday night, it, it's 11 o'clock midnight. And when you're done, you know, cleaning everything up from that Friday football game that you're going home, you know, and, and then you're – back on Saturday morning for that soccer game. So it, it's – the hours are tough. It really is. I don't think people realize sometimes uh, just how daunting that is. But you called it the ideal job or you called it your dream job. Oh, without a doubt. Is well, it going back to what you said earlier about because you can influence the whole sports culture? It, without a doubt. I, I love teaching. Um, I, I, I really, truly did. I, I love teaching. That, that is something that I love to do. Um, I loved coaching, obviously, being a, a college coach and, th and then coaching at Waterloo and, you know, everything else with it. That um, So for me, going into that next step, if I wanted to go into administration, being being a principal, an assistant principal, just it, it really didn't intrigue me. Um, it, being removed from the kids like that and, and not being teaching and, and stuff. I always said the only way I was leaving the classroom was to become an athletic director um, because I, I'm passionate about 
teaching and, and growing kids and, and doing those types of things. And I'm passionate about sports. So it allows me to, to do those two things that I love. You're from Waterloo. From Waterloo. Mm-hmm. But now you're the AD in Freeburg. Yep. Are you coaching now? I mean, are you working now in the rival town? <laughs> it, it, it was, uh, it, it was interesting when I left. Um, you know, I'd, Loved our coaches at Waterloo. Um, this was just a better fit for me at Freeburg, and I am absolutely loving everything at Freeburg. Still have great friends at Waterloo. Um, my family still lives in Waterloo. I've, I've got two daughters. One's a sophomore. One's a fifth grader. We didn't want to uproot them right now. It, it was close enough. It's a 20-minute, 25-minute drive. So they're from still my at house. Waterloo. They're still at Waterloo, yeah. We, we didn't want to uproot them in their high school careers. Um, it, it, They've got their friends and, and, and everything at Waterloo and doing those things. So um, I'm commuting. But, yeah, it, it's been and, – and, and everybody at Waterloo was super supportive of it, and, and, and they understood and, and everything. Now we'll, we'll see how that goes. You know, vol- what's, the, what's the difference? What, what, what's unique about this position as opposed to where you were? Um, it, it, just the, the, the culture at Freeburg is unbelievable. Um, our, our administration is great, um, from Greg Frerking, our superintendent, to Jill Jung, our, our principal. Um, total support of athletics. It, it is unbelievable. Whatever I need, whatever I want, um, it, they are totally supportive of all my ideas. Um, no matter how crazy I get with them and everything, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely passionate about it. And, you know, everything I've gone to them with has been open arms. Yep, let's do it we'll find a way to do that. Yep. Let's do that. It, it, it has been, it's been tremendous. It, it really has. I'm sure some of those crazy ideas that you've brought to them, you, you don't want to talk about because they're still in planning stages, but are there any that you can talk about right now? What are some things you've brought to your bosses and said, Hey, would you think about this or what are some, we're, what, tell me about your vision. We're, we're upgrading some things as far as campus branding. I, I, I think when I took over, we were a little bit behind with it. So um, we're upgrading, just getting that, that, that name and that logo all over campus and, and a little bit of, of, of pride with it. Um, you know, one of the things that we did was, I'm not a big mission statement guy, and I kind of laugh. You know, I talk with our coaches and stuff, and I said, hey, you know, Freeburg has a mission statement. Anybody know it? And they all kind of looked at me and were like, no. And I'm like, okay, so we don't need a mission statement in athletics because we have a mission statement, and the professionals in the room don't know it, so they're not living it. How can we ask? 14, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids to know this mission statement and, and, and live it. So um, so we're doing just character words, four character words, um, you know, pride, passion, accountability, and resilience. That is what we want our kids to be. That is what we are striving for every day at Freeburg to, to instill in all of our athletes, have some pride. So that's where that campus branding is coming in. If we're going to have pride in what we do, we need to make sure that we're doing everything we can to make this place awesome, to make it the best, to to do wonderful things with it. Um, you know, that, that resilience, that not everything's going to go your way, and, and, and that has to be okay, and we have to overcome those things. So everything we're doing is, is kind of based around those four words with it, to, to build our kids in, into good adults. Um, I, I love, I've got a sponsor, um, 
I, I think I've got a sponsor. We're going to do an athlete of the month, um, which I love. Our, our coaches will vote on, on an athlete of the month based on those four character words, um, you know, and, and they're going to get a T-shirt, a backpack, you know, kind of a, the only people who are going to get this are the athletes of the month. So kind of goes back to that pride again of, you know, this is something to really kind of shoot for with it. Um, well, I don't I, know why they couldn't come on the Metro Esports podcast if they're students of the month. You know what I mean? Well, that I'm in. I'm in. I will. Uh, I'll make sure to uh, to let you know who our uh, athletes of the month are, and 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 we'll do it. We, we have some great kids at Freeburg. You know, as I'm just starting to get to know them. Um, kids are on campus tomorrow for the first day, but those fall sports athletes, and I'm, I'm just starting to get to know them, um, you know, learn some names, learn some about some kids and everything, and it just tremendous kids. And, and, and that's what it's all about is just tremendous kids. So uh, re- really excited. We're going to do a fan of the week as well. Um, our student section is tremendous. Um, infamous maybe is the word in in the conference with it that you know it's a really good student section and we're going to do some fun things with it um partnered with papa vito's um to we're going to do in between games of volleyball um do a raffle for our kids every kid who comes gets a ticket the the winning ticket gets to come out onto the volleyball floor one serve we're putting pizza boxes down on the other end of the volleyball court they get one serve if their serve hits a pizza box, they get a free pizza from Papa Vito's. Um, so just just some fun interactive stuff. At, at, at football, we're going to have two kids come out, and and then they got to race to the ten yard line and back, holding the pizza box. Um, you, you know, in, in the prototypical flat handed pizza delivery without dropping it. First one back gets a free pizza from Papa Vito's. Is there a pizza so, in the box? No, there is not pizza Good. in the box with okay. it. No. Uh, Got Which, it. Maybe, maybe one day that could no, no, be pretty no, no, fun. No. I don't want to waste. <laughs> I don't want to waste that pizza, especially not Papa Vito's. For Papa Vito's sense. is a big deal there. In yeah, it house. is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it's actually in Smithton, um, and, and it is tremendous. So if you're ever in Smithton, hit Papa Vito's. I've been to Smithton. Yeah, uh, can't say enough good things about it. How are the fall sports shaping up for Freeburg? Good volleyball, <laughs> football, cross country. What else do you have in the fall? Um, volleyball, football, cross uh, country, cross soccer, country, soccer uh, golf. and golf, boys and girls golf. Yeah. W- with it. Um, so it, things are going good. Volleyball's coming off a fourth place finish last year at state. Um, returned a bunch of girls, lost some, lost some heavy hitters, but still have a, a good core returning going to be very good um, w- without a doubt. And, and, and we're looking for a really good season out of them. Um you know, football, I, I think, is going to be good. We're, we're currently looking for a week one opponent. If uh, if anybody is available, um, it, for those who haven't heard, Sparta has dropped their varsity football schedule this okay. year, um, and, and we were supposed to play them week one. So uh, we're currently looking for a week one opponent, but it looks like we might start off the year 1-0 and on a forfeit win, oh. which eh, great, we get a win, but we want to play. You, you know, and everything. Um, soccer, boys soccer was 13-4 and four last year. Um, return a whole bunch of people. We're looking to have a shot to win a conference, um, win a regional with boys soccer as What's well. What's the deal with Monroe, Monroe County and, and soccer? So strong. It, it, it really, well, this whole Metro East, for goodness sakes. I mean, I mean, you look at it that schools all over the Metro East, look at what Triad has done. 
Um, O'Fallon. O'Fallon. You know, Collinsville's had good teams in the, in the past, boys and girls. Right. This Metro East is, is just, man, is it a hotbed for soccer that if, if you can get out of, if you can get out of this area in, in soccer, you've got a legit chance to win state because your toughest competition might be a regional or sectional game. It, it, it really could. I think you're starting to be able to say that about a lot of sports. I think volleyball. Yeah, I think baseball. Uh, I think baseball. I think basketball. Yeah. Uh, girls basketball in particular and and boys basketball, actually. No, you, um, yeah, you're right. L- look at what this Metro East has done. It, it, it is unbelievable how competitive it is. It, you know, you said that and you look at like the, the girls basketball where, what was it, three out of the four classes – were won by teams in the Metro East, like, that's crazy. You you know, like, man, oh, man, sports here in in this area, it's unbelievably competitive, really is. Well, so this is, I keep saying it, you know, your your ideal job, your dream job. You see yourself staying there for a while? How long? Talk about your vision for yourself. Um, Let's see. I've got about 20 years left before I can retire thereabouts. So, yeah, I see myself uh, being at Freeburg for 20 more years or, or thereabouts. Um, I r- really love the things we've been able to do. Um, Want to continue to grow uh, the sports programs, you know, grow those philosophies, get students involved in, in, in a variety of different ways, um, you, you know, with, with, with stuff of, uh, building that, build building kids who might want to go into the, you know, every, everyday operations. Maybe they want to be an AD and, and, and come shadowing what I do and helping out at times. Or maybe they want to get into more of the, the, the media, the social media, the those things. And, you know, I've got some ideas eventually for for those kind of things too, to, to get kids involved, showcase their talents in, in a variety of ways. And, I, I have the ability to do that at Freeburg. That they're open to these ideas. They're going to let me run with a lot of stuff, and, and so it it takes time. Um, you know, one of my favorite quotes is "Change takes time," and and it, it will take some time. But we're going to continue to grow this. And 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 to me, I look at it and have always said, sports has such a unique ability to draw people together that normally wouldn't. When when you have a great run in in you know, for the Cardinals, which isn't happening any any time this year. But when you, when you have those really great runs, it it, it brings it brings that community together. Uh, the the Blues crazy playoff run, it, it it brings those communities together, even more so in a small town. That when when you get those runs, the whole town comes together, and and that's what I want to continue to try to build is kind of all in this together, and and we want to showcase all of the great kids we have at Freeburg. Brian Unger, the energized, pumped-up, visionary <laughs> athletic director of Freeburg High School. Man, thanks so much for coming by. I, I, I love the energy. We got to – Thank you. Don't be a stranger. Thank come you. On, no, anytime. Come on back. I love and it. We gotta, Definitely. You know, we got to send some some more of your coaches, more of your athletes this direction. Definitely. Definitely will. Right, this right. has been awesome. We'll keep so. communicating. All right, Sounds Brian. Sounds good. Thanks so much for coming by. Thank you for having me. Okay, we're going to talk – Kid podcast, high school EHS podcasting. We're going to talk EHS volleyball, and we're going to talk lacrosse with Hannah Mattarelli and Owen Shonaweiss of Edwardsville High School. But first, 
Edwardsville's got a bunch of great restaurants, but at the top of my list is Wang Gang Asian Eats. I've been a huge fan for years. Why? Their contemporary Asian menu is loaded with innovative takes on classic Asian flavors. Tasty appetizers like potstickers, choo-choo shrimp, and crab rangoon. Delicious entrees like their famous drunken noodle and the dragon poke bowl combined with their unique bar menu and world-class service makes Wang Gang a perfect destination for date night, family night, or even Sunday brunch. But if Asian ain't your thing, pop into Chappie's right next door for the best burgers, fried chicken, shakes, and the coldest beer on the planet. Located just west of EHS in University Point Number 2, it's easy to find, and you'll be glad you checked out both places. By the way, all guests who appear on this podcast get a free milkshake at Chappie's. Wow. Get excited. I'm so excited. That sounds pretty awesome to me. All right, let's start with you, Hannah. Welcome to the show. Hello. Owen, welcome to the show. It's great to be here, Mr. Light. All right, let's talk about sports first. How did your spring lacrosse season wind up, Owen? Bad. Uh, Not good at all for the team-wise, but for myself, I improved leadership and my lacrosse skills, which was very good. And this is EHS lacrosse or Glen Ed? It's not. It's neither. Uh, It's what Glen Ed used to be. So, like... Um, I know you had Keith on here. He talked about how That's it used right. to be Glen Ed. I'm sorry. What, no, no, it's okay. What's the new club called? Just Edwardsville United is the new high school club. And then for the younger kids, it's um, Southern Illinois lacrosse. Okay. Yeah, was, cool. but then when it hits high school, it's Edwardsville United. So the team had a tough season. Very tough, But yeah. your, your skills and your personal attributes improved, and you're looking forward to your senior year, right? Oh, yeah. And you're looking forward to school tomorrow. Uh, come on man. i don't know do you have sports and lit this semester no start with sci-fi and then sports and lit i guess i this whole schedule is a great teacher you're going to learn a lot in in sci-fi so look forward to that and your senior lacrosse lacrosse year what are you looking forward to the most i really think i'm just looking forward to being a team leader again i like taking charge and kind of helping the team like, not only with lacrosse, but, like, more like just being better people, too. I and you guys like traveled that. quite a bit, even played this summer, too. Or There was at least one tournament in Kentucky, I think. Yeah, so I play, like, travel lacrosse, too, in St. Louis. So this summer I went to Colorado and Kansas City. But I've been all over the place. Um, I've been to Delaware, Maryland, uh, Indiana. Awesome. What, what position do you play? Midfield. So you can run. I can run. How old were you when you started playing lacrosse? So I started playing in sixth grade when Keith kind of started the thing at the Y. Because my dad played in, like, just club in college at Elon University in North Carolina. Awesome. So I'd always kind of watched it on TV and YouTube and stuff, but never, like, thought I was going to play because it's East Coast sport. It's not in St. Louis, really. So... When I found out Keith, who's also my neighbor, he lives in my neighborhood, I found he was starting the Y program. My dad kind of signed me up, and I just, I really liked it. So I was in sixth grade, and I've been playing ever since. But in eighth grade, I was playing soccer, like, sixth to eighth grade. Just my whole life I've been playing soccer, but I stopped playing my freshman year because that's when I started playing travel across, and I've been playing that ever since. All right, and how about you? Senior volleyball season. 
I'm really excited for this upcoming season. We should be really good. I know that you were an important part of the varsity team your sophomore year, the team that went to state, finished top four mm -hmm. in the state. Yeah. Highest finish ever for an EHS volleyball team, mm -hmm. right? So you've been a varsity regular since your sophomore year. Yeah. But you were the baby of the team when I your was. sophomore year, right? Yeah. So late girls weren't looking up to you at how tall are you? Five foot three? Yeah. Five two? Well, yeah. Where do you want? Okay. <laughs> We, we won't, we won't, <laughs> we won't go there. Okay. So kids weren't looking up to you and saying, okay, Hannah lead us, but now you're a senior. Yeah. So it's different, right? Mm -hmm. How's it different? Um, I just want to improve our program, like from freshman to my grade. So I've been really like pushing the freshmen that play in my position. Cause I just want us like our program to grow. And it's still fun for you. Volleyball is still fun for you. Oh, yeah. Because you're still training all the time. Mm -hmm. Because I know that you guys both, you don't just play lacrosse during lacrosse season. You're playing lacrosse all year. You don't just play volleyball during the volleyball season. You're playing volleyball all year. Yeah. So, but it's still, you're still having a good time and you're mm -hmm. still into it. Yeah. How are your body, how, how's your body hanging up? Hanging, I mean, is, is your body hanging in there or are you Well, I really don't get a break. Like our club season ends in over July 4th week, like that week. And then summer workouts start right away, right away. Okay. So I'm doing fine, but it, like could feeling be good. Yeah. Good for you. Okay. And what are you looking forward to this year? How's the team look so far? Because right now you're in week number two of the season. Mm -hmm. So our teams kind of just got picked today at practice and we have our head coach, Heather Olau, her daughter. She's been on the show? Yeah. She'll be playing varsity this year. And then um, one of her friends will also be playing varsity. So we have a lot of young talent. So I'm looking forward to that. Young team? Young across the board? How many other seniors yeah. are on the team? Who are some other seniors? Do you know? Um, Kelsey Vrinth, Megan Knoblock, uh, Sydney Davis, Olivia Johns, and... I'm missing somebody. Julia Melosi. Okay. So we have a pretty like evenly. Yeah. You, sounds like a lot of, sounds yeah. like you have a lot of seniors. Okay. So you guys are here. I, I'm glad we got to uh, chat about your sports and I'm looking forward to watching you play some volleyball this year. Yep. And I've got you in sports and lit this mm -hmm. semester or next semester. The semester fourth hour again. Can't wait. Got you next semester, right? Can't yep. wait to see you again. You guys were both amazing students all year long in American lit, but the other thing I want to talk about is The Jungle, mm -hmm. the official EHS sports podcast, because you guys were kids that I kind of recruited. You showed an interest in getting involved with it. But now going into your senior years, having hosted shows last year, having uh, done some social media marketing, having done all that stuff, now you are in a position of leadership as executive directors. Yeah. Of the jungle. What are you looking forward to in terms of working with that podcast or helping that podcast grow? I would say showing younger kids like what I thought, like I obviously wasn't the best host my very first show and you know, asked dumb questions and that's how it was. But like helping other kids make not make those mistakes and kind of showing them the right way to do things. I think like for us, I think. We had, like, it was like a trial year almost, just seeing what worked and what didn't work. And I think this year it might be 
like, okay, we, that didn't work last year. We're going to try this this year, and then we're going to have a lot more success because we're doing th- we're doing things differently this year, I think. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing is you were put in a position where you can make mistakes. Right. The kids did all of it. The kids, you know, I helped plan, but the kids did 100% of the interviews. The kids did all the technical work. And so I think the, the whole point is nobody's going to be good at this the first time they do it. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody, you have to just do it and do it and do it. I've done over 200 shows. I still get nervous. I still stutter. I mispronounce the word Edwardsville and the read before this, you know, like you still, you're always going to do stupid things and things that make you cringe, but you learn to just get out there and do it. That's the thing I think is the best thing. What do you think? I just want to kind of diversify like our whole show and kind of make it different. How so? I don't know. Like, I feel like our format and like the pictures we posted on social media were the same. I kind of want to switch it up and I don't know, change like some things up. Did you have fun last year getting involved with the podcast? What did yeah. you think it was going to be and how was it different than what you thought it was going to well, be? Well, I was so nervous. Even like whenever I got interviewed for the first time, I was so nervous. But as Keaton helped me and Owen a lot, I feel like. I just got a lot more comfortable with everything. And you just have to do it. Yeah. You just have to do it and you just have to learn how to listen. Like Mm -hmm. we talked about, what did you think about podcast camp that we had the other night? I thought it was good. Yeah, it was really good. Learned a lot. Like I thought all the presentations were good and I think everybody was really kind of intrigued. I don't think anybody wasn't like zoned out or anything. I think the speakers did a good job and, uh, I really liked the three questions beforehand, like ask them what questions you want to be asked beforehand. I agree. I learned a lot from Doug Shapiro and Mm -hmm. Billy Woods, uh, two professionals um, who shared their insights. So shout out to them and huge thanks to them. And also Nikki Pontius, Mm -hmm. um, with whom I co-sponsor the club. So shout out to her as well. And if you want to listen to our podcast you want to listen to the kids podcast the jungle it's available on spotify and apple itunes any place where you normally get podcasts they're a lot of fun to listen to and this year what are you most looking forward to um just like new guests i feel like like bringing in younger athletes and just bringing in athletes from all sports around the school i'd say trying like new styles of shows i feel like every show was same questions and kind of same format. So just trying to mix it up and have different Mm -hmm. topics rather than just, well, when's your season? How's it going? You know, things like that. I feel like everything was the same. And I think people listening are going to get bored with that. And to keep people like intrigued, we got to switch it up. And I think also learning how to get the word out there Mm -hmm. on a consistent basis through social media, having a bulletin board in the school. And I'm going to say that if your school is interested in starting its own student-led podcast, it's not expensive. There are grants that you can that you can get to get the technology mm-hmm. necessary, and we would be glad to work with you and show you what we do. I think as competitors, we're always wanting to beat the other schools, yeah, and 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 beat this school and, and finish ahead of that school. But I think with this with podcasting, I think it's something where we can build positive relationships with mm-hmm. other schools, and you can through athletics as well. But I think this is one of those things where it's fun to share what we do with other schools yeah. and actually help them as opposed to uh, as opposed to beating them. Okay, you guys. Well, so nice to have you here, and uh, looking forward to working with you again this year on yep. the jungle. 
Anything else you want to talk about? Any uh, classes mm-hmm. you are, you're looking forward to tomorrow, especially? What are you, what are you most Not yours. For? Why? Because you know I'm going to make you talk, and I'm going to make you... Uh, just for that, I'm not going <laughs> to let you guys go to lunch even even one minute early. Wow. All right. I was actually trying to get my schedule switched so I could have you last hour. No, get him four But hours. got American lit. Yeah, but so my counselor was like, I can do it for the first semester for sci-fi, but not for... Second semester, I was like, just keep it the same. I've got, I've got American Lit. Who did you, do, who did you do your research paper on last year in American Lit? Let's see how much you really paid attention, Owen. Ooh, hold on, just give me one second. I did Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe, very good, Hannah. I'm glad you were, glad you were paying attention. I'm sorry, I don't know. I do, have, I do have one last question for you. You're the daughter of of two coaches. Yes, I am. When you go home at night, are they still coaching? Is it different? Yeah, my dad doesn't get home until like eight. I think his practices are six to eight. But my mom being a principal, like she got home at. But she was a cheer coach. Yeah, she was, and now she judges. Right, so she's she's intense with mm-hmm. her with her cheerleading. She just got IHSA Judge of the Year. Awesome. This past year, Julie Mattarelli. Shout out to her. Great, great person. So I think uh, I think maybe. Do you think you're tougher because you're? Coaching? Oh yeah, I think that my dad making. You cry probably in the car coming home. <laughs> Definitely made me a lot tougher. And the fact that me being really, really old for my grade, I always had to play up a year. And I think that I matured and learned a lot more from that as well. All right. Owen Shonawise, Hannah Matarelli, executive producers of The Jungle, thanks for coming by. Thank you, Mr. Thank Light. you. Segment number three for the first time ever is the Cougar Corner with Keaton. Welcome to the show, Keaton. Thank you. Thank you very much. Associate producer Keaton Anderson, the uh, strong, silent type. Yep. You know it. (laughs) And you are the manager of the men's basketball team, so you are at the university on a daily basis. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. And not not recently because they've been away with family and stuff. But Unbelievable time commitment for you. Yeah. What are you doing? As the team manager, laundry, uh, a that, lot of laundry, yeah, and then like helping with like practice and stuff like that, like rebounds, stuff like that. Uh, if the guy, if the guys call me up, text me, they're like, "Hey, can you come in help me shoot?" And then I'll go in and you do them. that. Yeah, you go in and rebound for dudes and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, a lot, not a lot, like two or three times. Like a couple times, the guys have texted me, like, "I don't have to be there." It's more so like, uh, if I can, then I should. Bro, I'd be like, get that rebounding pal thing. Come <laughs> on, man. No, no, you're a good, you're a good team. You're a good team guy. That's why yeah. Brian Baroni picked you to be. Exactly. Good. Yeah. All right. But we're not going to talk men's basketball tonight. Tonight back again for the, what? The fifth time? Probably. Coach <laughs> Sam Quigley Smith. One of, one of, if not the biggest Taylor Swift fans on the planet. Welcome back. I did go to Taylor made. Taylor made. Yeah. How did yes. you not? The like, I, I knew yes. you, I knew you did. I saw the pictures <laughs> and you brought with you. KK Rodriguez, say your yeah. last name. Oh, it's Rodriguez. Yeah. Rodriguez, mm-hmm. from uh, formerly from St. Louis and Tulsa University. Yes. Just finished her first year with the Cougars. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Nice to be here. All right, let's talk about last year first. Yes. What do you What do you want to say about last year? Yeah, you know, I think it was uh, definitely a rebuilding year in terms of us losing a little bit from a scoring standpoint. You know, the previous season we had a first-team all-conference player who – Ended up going overseas, is playing professionally right now in Switzerland, Sweden a little bit, played for the UK national team. That was a Gabby Nicotinite. 
and then lost a really prominent senior in Allie Treckler, you know, that was huge, obviously an area woman, Oh, the best, <laughs> you know, so coming into ne- that next year, you know, we added some great additions and, and a KK who's got some veteran experience um, and made a pretty good run at the end of the season. You know, we went to another conference tournament, won our first game again, had another first team all conference player in a Tata. Um, and so all around, I would say, you know, we made that run at the end, which is great momentum for this upcoming season um, and, and led into some great summer action together. It kind of felt like the way you finished the season with that win in the tournament was kind of like, Almost vindication for yeah. that tough, tough schedule yes. that you played. I mean, you were <laughs> taking <was> <laughs> on the best teams in the country. Yeah, yeah, we did. We um, and and a lot of it was us planning future and working toward our first European tour. So a lot of those games were guarantee games that we were able to get some. They call them buy guarantee money games type thing. Um, so we played Louisville in front of ten, twelve thousand. We played at Iowa State in front of twelve. 12,000 went out to the University of Washington. So we had some really great experiences. If there was any team that was prepared for a postseason, it was probably our, our group and our program. And so. those teams are playing you, but for the first time in a lot of cases, no? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So they're, they're learning about SIU Edwardsville and, and, and building your profile, building, who, building the profile of who you are willing to play. Yes. Absolutely. And, and that's a big deal. Yeah. Like if people know that, hey, you'll play. All right. KK, describe your game. I saw your third in rebounds, uh, 211 points for the year, third on the team in points per game, but you led the team in steals. In steals, yeah. 50 um, steals. You're a thief. <laughs> a thief. Um, I would say that that is a big part of my game is my defense, and I really take pride in it. It's always actually – it's always been like that my whole life. Like when I was younger, when I started first playing, I always told my dad, like, I don't want to score. I'd rather just get the person the ball or take the person's ball and then give it to someone else so they can, they can score. So I would say that is just like who I am. I like to dive on the floor. I don't know if you've seen that, but if you know, you know that I'm always in the bleachers. I'm the thing underneath the basket. I ran into that. But, like, I just want to do anything that I can do to help my team win at the end of the day. Physical player? Oh, you yes. You ever worry about her throwing her body on the ground like that? Or yes. You, or do you love it? That's I, the kind of player you were. <laughs> yeah, true. Right? I love it <laughs> until I see her go into, like, you know, some metal bleachers or something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, but all around, I think she's been a great – I know she's been a great addition to what it is we're trying to do on the defensive end. You know, you had mentioned it, just her, her play and her presence on that side of the ball. It really fuels our offense. Graduate of Webster Groves High School. Yes. Did that prepare you? And was your dad was your dad a, a coach? Um, actually, no. My dad played football at Webster as well. Okay. Um, actually, whole family went to Webster, but I would say that it prepared me. I mean, I wouldn't say that we we're a big like basketball school, like on the girls' side, men's side. They always went to the state, so like getting to see that playing against them and working out with them, I say would pre- have prepared me for where I am today. Yes. Okay. I got to talk about Cassin's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Cassin's inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at Cassin's.com. Cassin's has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased Four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car 
or a truck or a minivan, any place else. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. You have a good manager on the girls' team? I have a Cassens vehicle, too. You do? Yeah. <laughs> a Cassens minivan? Uh, it's a Jeep Compass. It's, but not, a, it's not a convertible with uh, seven. <laughs> how many kids do you have? I 17? I used to own a Mini Cooper. Can we take it back to that time? You're like the Von, the Von Traps of I the know. sound of music. There's like, how many, like four little kids? There's four, yep. Four little kids. Ten, seven, six, and five. How do you manage that? Being a head women's basketball coach, a Division One head women's basketball coach, you got to plan practice. You got to recruit. You got to fundraise. You got these kids out in all of these exhibitions to build your visibility in the community. How do you do that? Yeah, it's a great, phenomenal husband um, and family. You know, we have we have great family too. Um, you know, they're not as close as they used to be or as local, but have them come down here a lot. And we have a phenomenal and great neighbor, a couple neighbors that are. Wow. That love our kids as much as we love our kids. So wow. That's, that's pretty cool. As much as yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, kids, I love you a lot, but you know what? Our neighbor, Pete, uh, he loves you a lot too. So why don't you go down Her name's there? Phyllis, actually. I'm I'm a shout out to Phyllis right now. Wow. <laughs> so obviously I've seen uh, being in the locker room or not being in the locker room in the coach's office. Yeah. I see Coach Sam's kids like a lot Always. recently. What does it feel like for you to be like part of her family almost like getting to see her kids and be with them a lot. It's crazy. Cause when I first came here, I always told Coach Sam, like my biggest thing is feeling like I'm a part of a family. Cause I feel like a lot of people say it, but not a lot of people mean it. Yeah. And to just see her kids, like her, um, Jackson, he like, when we, whenever he picks, he picks me first and I'm just like, Oh, it makes me feel like I'm part of the family, yeah. but it just feels amazing to like, like I said, I feel like my, or Coach Sam's my, like another mom to me. Like I can literally go in there and talk to her about anything, even if it's not even basketball. Like I can go in there. Oh, I just dealt with a breakup today. Coach Sam, like, can we please talk about it? Like she's open. Like you don't have too many people like that, especially coaches. So it's, it's great. It's a Mm -hmm. great feeling. Is that why you picked the Cougars and left Tulsa? Um, actually, um, I did not play my senior year at Tulsa. So, and I was done with basketball and I actually had another girl on our team, Olivia Clayton. She transferred in the spring and in the summer, I was, you know, living my best life. I was in San Diego, you know, doing the adult life. And she reached out and was like, would you want to play again? And I would say that that was my determining factor. I was like, I want to be somewhere where, like, I'm treated like that, like, this is my mom. This is my daughter. Like, granted, yes, I have my own mom and my mom is like and everything. But I truly do feel like the family vibe. Like, it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel fake. It just... You, you can go to anyone at any point in the day. Like, Coach Sam literally texted me yesterday, last week. We were on the phone. She's like, yeah, I'll be in the office all next week if you want to come. And I was just like, okay, I'll be there. I, and I really – I don't know if you've ever seen me. Like, I'm always mm-hmm. just sitting in the offices. Like, that's literally my second home. What are you studying? Um, So I got my undergrad in business management with a minor in coaching. And then I okay. got my first deg- my first master's in um, science and education – and my second one, I'm working on um, my MBA. Are you getting a lot of family since you're do since you're from St. Louis? <laughs> does a lot of family come oh, over for your games? For sure, you def- and you can hear us too. Um, my mom it's my mom, my grandma, my sister. Most of the time, like they're very, the more more consistent ones because my dad he actually moved to Miami 
to um he works for Bam out of Bayou for the Miami Heat. So, but we do get a lot of family. You can hear us at every What's day. grandma's name? Grandma, grandma's name is Karen. Karen Jenkins. That is my girl. That's and my best friend. She's got to be loud then with that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, she is. Can you hear? <laughs> no, you can. You can. What does she say? <laughs> um, well, I think the mo- the one time you really could hear them was the Lindenwood game and, you know, cuz that's literally like from my house it's 15 minutes. And so the, some of the guys on the sideline were, like, talking trash and everything. I don't know if you were at the game last year with the boys, but they were talking their stuff. And they said some words. They said a lot of words. Okay. Just, just no. Grandma didn't. But my mom and aunts, they're all there. Yeah. <laughs> they had some. <laughs> all, right. all right. I want to tell you how you can earn $500 for your team. Ooh. Easy $500. Andy Calloway of Calloway Home Loans saves me money every month now, and he'll save my family Thousands in the long run. How he refinanced my existing mortgage, and he can do the same for you. Rates are all over the place, but you need to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional FHA and VA loans and ask for the MESP special. If you refi with Andy, he'll donate $500 to the Metro East High School, College, Junior High team of your choice. Terms and conditions apply, but he'll give 500 bucks to the men's basketball team at SIUE. Do you want that? No. Uh, you want it to the women. <laughs> the women's basketball You want 500 team. If you want to It'd give It'd be five, great to do both, so someone else should do this as absolutely. well. Absolutely. <laughs> or he'll give $500 to EHS Volleyball or EHS uh, Ultimate Frisbee. It is your choice. All you got to do is refinance and give Andy a call today at 618 830 Three, 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 two. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. All right, let's talk about Italy. Let's. Your big Italian <laughs> va- vacation where you take your entire team. Yeah, entire program. How many years in the planning was this trip? Uh, gosh, I mean, I when I first arrived here was when it really started. So it was spring, summer of 21. So, wow. So almost two years. Two years in the planning. Mm-hmm. And so you knew right away, we need to take a big trip. Yep. Why Italy? You know, I think that was one of the main places from a historical standpoint we felt like would be most beneficial. We were trying to get academic credit as well. So we had an SIUE professor, Dr. Carol Frick, actually come on the trip with us. Prior to leaving, she did some class sessions with our group. And so they all received class credit. Wow. Yeah, and then she came on the trip with us. So Do they get grades too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they got grades. Mm -hmm. They had a final paper. Oh, yes. Oh, so you had to write a paper on it. Yep. That's actually cool. Oh, it's so great. You know, you're, you're there, and obviously the experience is, is amazing, and you're going to all these different sites just to get the educational side of it. Yeah. And she was a character. Into it. The yeah. best. Thorough. Yes. <laughs> thorough. Yes, very thorough. So she knew what was up. Mm-hmm. She did. She, yeah. Yeah, she had been she to Italy. Have, she said she should have a house in Italy, has been there hundreds saying. of times. She might know it better than she even knows Edwardsville, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so tell me where you went. Uh, so we started in Rome, uh, and so we did the Vatican. We did the Colosseum, um, trekked through that area for a couple days. Um, we headed to Venice. We went to Florence. Um, in Venice, we got to ride a gondola, you know, and do the, all the streets of Venice, which are, you know, waterways, and it was really, really cool. Um, went to Florence, um, and then we uh, headed up to Milan, and then our last night we stayed in Lake Como. So it was cool. pretty great. And we had some stops along the way some kind of older Italian towns. Uh, Orvieto was one. 
um, Via Reggio. We went to the beach. Um, we went up to these marble mountains. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I should send you some pictures, but it was really I, cool. I saw a bunch of pictures yeah. on social media, of course. I looked at, uh, at a lot of those, but that's, that's amazing. And how long were you gone total? Uh, 10 days total. So, okay. yeah, it was a 10-day tour. We left June 16th, came back June 26th. Um, and prior to that, we got to practice with the team. So that was really great of them to just be able to get in the gym and work with each other. Our incoming freshmen got to come as well. Wow. Every transfer got to be on the trip too. So that was, that was really great. Is this a really important part of recruiting for you? Yeah. Is this, is this a really attractive thing to tell kids about? Yeah, definitely. You know, for us to be one of the only teams in our league, but also the, this was the first kind of European tour that any of our athletic department teams has taken as well. So we were kind of the guinea pig. Really? And now hopefully a few more other programs will, will be doing this in the near future. That's kind of cool. That's really cool. Yeah, really so amazing. amazing. I think so it's great. amazing that they wrote something. Maybe because I'm an English teacher. Yeah. But I think, it's, I think it's incredible that you actually had to r- produce something in writing. How long was the writing? Um, I'm, me personally, since I'm a grad student, I didn't have to take the class. <laughs> so... Um, I think it but might the rest have been like of them two to did. three. Yeah, the they did. The rest did. of them did. I think That's yeah. not two bad. Three I think it was three to five pages. Oh, yeah, three to five. You're sure right. And they all took notes, too. So as we were walking, you know, Dr. Frick was on the headphones. Mm-hmm. We had like a – so we could follow along with what she was saying. Um, and so they all had notebooks, and they were taking notes as we were walking. And it was it was really, really cool. That's cool. Yeah. And I and I and it's got to be for most of these kids, it was their first time in Europe. Oh, right? yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. For a lot of the, for any kids, first time outside of the country, a lot, right? Yeah. Yep. And a couple, like, I've only been on a couple of flights. So this was oh, like yeah. a lot. You don't, I, a large I thought plane. that you flew quite often in your conference. Uh, you know, not really. In our, in our league, we drive a lot. Okay. On conference, we could fly. Like, we flew obviously to the University of Washington. This year, we'll fly up to the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would so. you remember most about that trip? Oh, my gosh. Um, one, it was the first time I had. It was my first time being out the country. And two, like, not too many people can say they went out the country with their basketball team. Like, I just thought that that was such an amazing experience. And then my favorite city was Milan. I liked going to the Galleria. <laughs> you probably didn't know this. I'm sure you didn't know this. But we actually had eight Italians live in Edwardsville for six weeks, maybe like eight summers ago for tennis. I've oh got some gosh, close really? Italian connections. And they okay. were all from Modena. Okay. So kind of like North Central gotcha. Italy, but it was a very, it was a really cool cultural experience. Then my son actually went to Italy and a and, uh, couple of years later and, and stayed for like six weeks or so. so oh my gosh. That's got awesome. Strong. All okay, right. So, wait, I have two stories. Okay. Yeah. I so want to hear them. So and I'm, then I want to ask you who you played too. So we're in Italy. Okay. We wake up to go head to the Vatican and we head to breakfast at our hotel and I'm at breakfast at our hotel and I like walk in and all of a sudden this, this man comes up to me and I'm like, this is my religion teacher from high school. Oh, is wow. In, wow. is at breakfast from Joliet from Joliet and he was my favorite teacher you know like you have those <laughs> wow. pass, password things that say who is your favorite teacher and I always write <laughs> Mr. Spacia so Mr. Spacia was at breakfast he was actually seeing the Pope that day so he works for like a high this dude's connected. caliber yeah Catholic council um and so it was really cool to like see him there um but that's amazing but then also the tour company that we worked with world sports travel um, with Sally Gordon, who's phenomenal. She was with us for most of the trip. Um, she had a couple local Italian gentlemen that worked with us too. And one of them was a FIBA official back in like the early 2000s, mid 2000s. 
and actually officiated my sister Allie in Italy. Wow. So he was from Milan. That is cool. And he was like, I went back in my paperwork. I found the game that Allie played. She played so well. I'm like, how did you even <laughs> think to do this? Like, that, that <laughs> he is officiated amazing. my sister years ago. It was, it was kind of funny. That, yeah. is, that is that all is, small worlds. That is crazy. And who yeah. did you play when you were there? Uh, so we played two teams. Um, one was right outside of Rome, and so they were professional Italian teams. Um, and the second team was actually very good. Um, so we beat the first team pretty handily. The next team we lost by like nine, I think it was. Um, but they were all older, veteran, professional players. Really? Yeah, in their mid 20s or so. So what professional league? An Italian women's professional league? Yep. Yeah, so there's all different kind of levels of leagues over there in Europe. How, so they were, how popular is women's professional basketball in Italy compared to the United States? It's huge. Bigger? Oh, yes. Very big. Bigger? Mm-hmm. Very big. Just in terms of like the the crowds, I'm the shocked. people the people being really interested in it. Oh, yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah, Everything. especially the highest levels. The highest levels, oh, you yeah. know. There's two main levels in leagues called Euro Cup and Euro League. Euro League is where all the WNBA players and Euro Cup they go over to Europe and they play in these two leagues. Okay, so is yeah. Italy out front in Euro in women's European basketball? Italy, Russia, Turkey. That's what I thought. And I now thought, Russia, I thought, not so much anymore, just right. because of all the controversy going on right now. So less people are going there. But Turkey and Italy are two of the main. Very uh, interesting. Main countries, yeah. Do you think that the Italians support women's basketball and women's sports? equal to the support American women get? Uh, I think it's very similar. Um, I would say it's a little more from a outside fan perspective. There's um, a little more diverse, I would say, like fan base compared to the WNBA, where we're still trying to get into that, I would say, like the male you know, yeah. side of things and getting more people to watch. Um, but, but I would say it's pretty similar just in terms of the support and people coming out to watch games and, and that. So, well, you were in Italy, so go ahead. What, what was the experience like for you, like playing those older veterans, like that are in a different country playing like the same sport? Like, what was that experience like? Um, I would say mostly like in the second game, you got to see, like, you could tell they had like a different type of like relationship and like they, we talked to them afterwards, actually, Mm -hmm. um, we had dinner with them. And they were explaining, like, school and athletics is completely separate. So, like, when they go play their sport, it's it's their job. That's yeah. what they do. Like, here, they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't play college basketball because it's not together. So, I'm like, dang, that's, like, that's a crazy experience. Because, like, I couldn't imagine, like, going having to go to school all day. And then it's like, okay, now I can go. Like, it's like high school. Yeah. You go and then you play with your um, AAU team. So, mm-hmm. I just thought that that was, like, that in itself, but like getting to compete with them, it was crazy. Like you, like they they don't call a lot of travels out there, and they don't mm-hmm. call a lot of fouls. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> compared physical. to here, they're very, they're physical. very physical, which is like I feel like I can take that part and like move it to my you, game. Your game seems pretty physical already. Oh, yeah. So yeah, if you're saying that, it must be <laughs> oh yeah, it must be pretty hardcore. Think, yeah, like yeah, one girl like went to like grab the ball and like grabbed my hair along with it, I, and they didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're not going to call it. So, but, I mean, I just – I really enjoyed it from that mm-hmm. standpoint because, like, you, I got to actually play my game out there. Yeah. I mean, here you got to be a little a little nicer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I would think it's a lot different. Go ahead. I was going to say they – and they've been playing together for years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where some of our players, obviously, just – our freshmen just got yeah. to meet KK. 
18 days before we got to Italy. So it's not like you've got an offense installed, yeah. like you're just yeah. kind of, you're playing We did a little bit, but just not a lot of time. Yeah. But they've been playing together for so many years. Yeah. Um, even one player on their team actually played with my sister years ago, but at that time she was only like 15. Yeah. So she was a young player on my yeah. sister's pro team. They start their pro yeah. kind of initiation really early compared yeah. to us where we go to college first and then we enter the pro yeah. circuit potentially. Started thinking about the next trip? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Ooh. You know, like in another <laughs> year and a half, we're going to have to start planning and, and that. The NCAA allows you to go every four years. Yeah. So every kid, mm -hmm. if she's there four years, she's Would experience a tour. Yes, she'll experience a trip. Mm -hmm. And that makes it manageable for you. Yep. That's smart. Yeah. Okay, I nice. like it. So Italy again, maybe? I know you're just brainstorming, but what are you thinking? Uh, you know what? I took a team a few years ago to France, and we went to Normandy as well. So that was pretty... That was pretty amazing. Too. So it's not your first time taking a team no, to Europe. No, second time. So did I was you go as familiar. a um, I went as a player. We went to France as well when I was at DePaul. So I was very familiar with kind of how to organize, how to plan. You know, the academic part of it was a big, big priority for us. We wanted that to be a part of what we did. So that's cool. I think yeah. that's. I think it's, it's really great. How that worked. Out. I would. I would always recommend that to anyone going. Were you ever over there for the USA women's team? Um, assistant coach stuff. Oh, we went to Spain. Went to Spain. Yeah, we were we were in Spain. We were in Mexico one year. Uh, so, yeah, it was good. <laughs> good experiences. All right, um, I want to I want to talk about the season coming up here, mm -hmm. too. But first, it's summer, going into fall, but you got to get your heat and your air conditioning just right. So give Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, a family owned and operated HVAC company that strives to provide quality heating cooling services throughout the Metro East, including Edwardsville, Collinsville, Belleville, Troy, and O'Fallon. A proud train distributor, their technicians install and service all makes and models of equipment. Whether you're looking to maintain, repair, or replace, Viviano has you covered. For service you can trust, don't hesitate to call Viviano today at 618-345-7498 or visit them online at VivianoAir.com. It's hard to stop a train. It's a good Italian name. Viviano. That is a good Italian. Did you make some? Did, did you make some Italian friends? We did, and it was cool. She mentioned sitting with the team and having dinner with them, and so they kind of sat like every other player. S oh, that's smart. Cougar, then a Italian pro player. It was really. How's your Italian, amazing. KK? Oh, I know Grazie, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's crazy because like we, because I didn't get to take the class, so I didn't get to sit in while they learned all the different things, but. The one thing I knew was grazie going in. And out there, you get there, it's like, oh, okay. They hand me something like, oh, thank you. Oh, I'm so sorry. Grazie. And now prego. that I'm, pre look, and now that I'm back in the States, I want to say grazie to everyone. <laughs> Keep like, doing it. It's so I'm, true. Like, I'm like, grazie. And they're like, oh, my bad. You sound thank worldly. You. <laughs> you, sound a, you sound Italian. I, I go for <laughs> she it. She is now. She's All very right. worldly. I am. All right. <laughs> season number two as a cougar for you. Yes. Season number three behind the bench mm -hmm. for you. Yes. What are we looking forward to this year? Yeah, gosh, uh, I would say our youth. You know, we have some freshmen that came in, um, even some transfers that are sophomores, and uh, coming in with that, as well as the couple returners that were starters, got substantial playing time, um, had great end of our season. So uh, just moving forward and kind of having them both mesh uh, and a lot of new faces. So that's really exciting just to see a different um, group of people and a different style of play. I would say coming into this season, a different style of play. A different this, style of play. How would you describe your style last year? Uh, I would say we probably didn't play as fast as we wanted. We didn't press defensively and pick up like we wanted to. 
Um, and so now we have, I think, more of a capability to be able to do that. Um, and so moving forward, you know, looking at some of this, you know, incoming freshman players that come in and are excited and energized to do that type of thing. Um, that's something we're really excited about. More full court pressure. Yes. More full, more court, full pressure. court press. Yep. <laughs> what was Nolan Richardson's 40 minutes of hell or something like that? Yep. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Is that, what, is that what you see? Yeah, I do see that. How about the offense? Same type of offense or not? You're not going to be as tall. Did you grab, I mean, yeah. you grab the girl that's playing professionally, wasn't she your center? Uh, yeah. And then we actually had one that, um, our first team all conference player is Julu Tata, um, actually ended up transferring, went to Florida Gulf coast. You know, so another really high major, mid-major program that's been in the top 25 the last five to 10 years. Um, and so losing her from a rebounding standpoint, but we did add, obviously, Olivia Clayton's returning as a starter, post player. And then we added a post player from SEMO, Hallie Smith. Um, and then one that's sitting right out here, Brianna Woldridge. So those three, I think, will be a really great, from a post power forward standpoint, Um a little bit more dominant underneath. And, so, And you're recruiting locally, too. You've yeah. got Macy Sylvie coming back again yep. uh, next <laughs> year, so it's great to have her back in the lineup, right? Definitely, and you'll see her here, I'm sure, in the next yep, couple sure. weeks. <laughs> Get to chat with you all. What about the schedule this year? Yeah, the schedule, I would say, is um, a is lot more competitive. It's finished, yep. It'll be released here in the next week, week and a half. Season tickets are on sale. Okay. So anyone that's interested. They were out at the Goshen yep. Market the other day. I saw them. We were. We were. Yep. SIUE is always out there oh, every yeah. Saturday now, so... Really? really exciting. Yep. Go get some season tickets. Right at, right at the front yeah. of the Goshen Market. So you so. can buy your season tickets. Yep. Can you buy individual game tickets at the Goshen Market? You too? can. And they also have a buy one, get one individual game uh, coupon. Sweet. So <laughs> if you're interested. Are but you doing a lot of play before or after the boys too? The men? Yes. So there will be some double headers. Obviously, once the conference season starts, those are all double, double Oh, they headers. are? Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer that? I think it's pretty great. I think you have that you know, crowd that comes in at the end that gets you to want to watch women's basketball a little bit more. Um, You know, there was one or two games in the last two years, too, that um, Coach Brony and I flip-flopped, and we played the 5 o'clock. They played the 3 o'clock before us. So, you know, it's it's interesting. Which one do you like better, 3 or 5? Does it matter to you? Uh, It doesn't matter. No, I think they're both both pretty solid. Obviously, a Saturday night, you don't want to get into anyone's Saturday night plans, but you want them to come watch some good hoops, (laughs) some good community hoops. Do Do you feel like... You and Brian are kind of like the same person in, in a lot of ways. Like you feel like you guys are, <laughs> kind of. are, are very similar. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Very yeah, similar are. in your style, mm-hmm. in your in your youth. Um, am I right or am I crazy? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and at some point we'll recruit and find a Rayshon Taylor, you know? <laughs> he's making a, he's making a big difference there, right? Oh, yeah, he is. Definitely. definitely. Well, I think you've It'll got be some, fun to watch too. I think you've got some difference makers. We do. And you're this one's sitting your, right next to me. Is it Aww. Is recruiting the same now as it was for you when you first started three years ago, or is it different? No, it's definitely different, uh, and much of it has to do with the transfer portal. You know, it's one of those things like you don't want that to become everything you're about, but it's becoming so much of what NCAA sports is about, especially basketball, obviously on the football side too. Um, but it's just becoming part of recruiting, so you can't ignore it. It's a different game. Mm-hmm. Keaton, first ever Keaton's Cougar Corner. Yep. Great, great job. You survived. Thanks. I got three whole questions. <laughs> do, you have any, do you have any others? I don't. Get out of here? I don't. Can I add one more thing? Yeah, you can talk okay. about whatever you uh, want. We'll have a kickoff to the basketball seasons. Obviously, our SIUE homecoming is also coming up. So please 
check out all the social medias. There's going to be some really fun things for homecoming that they'll be doing. I know they're trying to do men and women's soccer. Yep. Men's and women's soccer. They're going to do a really great event, not only at the stadium for the men's soccer game, obviously the bronze boot game, but also downtown Edwardsville. There's going to be a open to community type event for homecoming for SIUE. It's going to be huge. You got to be there. Awesome. So, yes. When is this? Uh, this is, help me out with the date, Keaton. Oh my goodness. I'm the worst. You can look it up. Know. Look it up on the website. It's there coming we go. up. It's coming and up it'll soon. it'll be all over social media, SIUE, all of our athletics pages too. And it's going to be downtown Edwardsville. Yep. Are you, do you feel like you're getting more support from the local community? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You know, every year too, it's getting a little bit better. Yep. And I think that has to do with visibility, um, us getting out there. Um, and obviously the more you win, the more people want to come yeah, see. Absolutely. So and that conference win last year, getting in the tournament, yep. having that first win, that's that's Definitely. gonna take you a long way. And I think I think your brand of basketball is appealing to watch. Yes. Your enthusiasm, yes. your it toughness. Is. It's mm -hmm. it's fun to watch. And I think to watch the men's and women's program grow together, I think is is a really fun thing. Yeah, it's special. It has been. I'll so. be out there. All right. Thank you all for listening to the show, ladies. Thanks so much for coming by. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you for having it. Us. So great. You go, girl. <laughs> Big thanks to uh, Hannah Mattarelli, Owen Schoenweiss, Brian Unger, uh, Sam Quigley-Smith, KK Rodriguez, and for partners, and for Keaton Anderson also. Thanks. And for partners, Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquis, The Blasting Game Group, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office, Fiduciary Network, Oakbrook Golf Club, Viviano Heating and Air Conditioning, and Wang Gang Asian Eats. And for Keaton once again, thank you for listening to the Metro Esports Podcast talking all things sports in the metro. Area.